You're listening to the sound of student videos that have gone viral, seen by 6 million people. It's the celebration of students receiving college acceptance letters into Ivy League schools like Harvard and Yale. The celebration serves as a job well done for the founders of T.M. Landry College Prep School in Louisiana. This small yet dynamic school started by the husband and wife team of Michael and Tracy Landry has a 100% college graduation rate and a 100% college acceptance rate. The school teaches students from pre-K to the 12th grade and has an enrollment of 125 students. Joining us over the phone is Michael and Tracy Landry. Again, they're the founders of TM Landry College Prep School in Louisiana. Good morning. How are you? Awesome. Great. Awesome and great. I love that. How are you, Mr. Michael? How are you? I'm doing fine. Everything's uh, really excited. So first of all, let me ask you guys this. What made you decide to open up your own school? Uh, We decided to open up the school because of the situation we realized with our children in the education, standard education system, that they had good grades. They were performing well in school. They were happy. However, the amount of information that they were retaining concerned us. Our daughter had good grades, again, A's and B's, but a couple of days later, if you ask the things about the information, she had no clue. So she was only going to school to study for a test, not to acquire knowledge. Okay. And so I understand that you guys started with just five students, and at first it was just like more like homeschooling, but then it grew into what you guys have today. Is that right? Yes. We started like with five kids. Basically what we wanted were uh, students who were uh, struggling. Uh, We wanted to make sure that we can benefit students. But when those students started with five, it actually started with our son. Mm. And then once he performed well, then other people came in. But it was the same situation with our son. He was uh, like in the first grade and uh, he was getting good grades. He was getting A's in reading, but we knew our son couldn't read at all. Wow. Uh, and I was teaching at a um, middle school, and my wife and I decided that it was a good thing to go back to school and check on our son. And when we uh, we got him to read, he couldn't read. Hmm. So um, tell me about the population of students that you serve at the school, Tracy. Well, most of the students come from a, a lower socioeconomic background, first-gen students. Most of the parents have not attended college. Ninety percent of the population is African-American. Now, I've seen the viral videos of your students getting accepted into colleges like Harvard. You know, they've been seen by millions of people. And I understand that you guys have a 100 percent graduation rate and that all your students get into college, um, most of them Ivy League schools. So what is that like for you guys? We did not think that we would have gotten to the level or that our students would have gotten to the level they've gotten to. But because of the mastery learning, that uh, concept that we've implemented in the school, that allows our students to become lifelong learners and autonomous learners. So they seek out information beyond what's given to them in the classroom we had no idea that it would have gone as far as it did. We're speechless with the results, and every class actually becomes better than the last. Now, the school is 
year round. Tell me why you decided to do a year round school. And was that a hard sell with the students and parents? In the beginning, it was a hard sell because we had many students who didn't like school, didn't want to go to school Mm -hmm. in a typical school year. So we had to explain to them that if the students are behind, then to make up, you're going to have to do more work. You're going to have to go to school longer. You're going to have to have a longer school day as well. Over time, parents started to buy into the system of we understand. And that allowed us to increase our levels of expectations because even though we're all year round, we have no sports here. It's strictly academics. So there are no sports at the school, as you just mentioned, but you say that there are some alternatives to sport teams at the school. Explain to us what that looks like. Yes, we want students to, number one, besides academics, a lot of volunteering throughout the community. Uh, We want them to play chess. They're going to learn foreign languages. We want them to understand the financial markets. Uh, We want them to play the game of life, understanding how to have a positive impact in society and not just concentrate on grades, but concentrating on being great citizens. Okay, and one of the fascinating things about, you talked about foreign languages, but it's not like Spanish and French that we learn, but you got these kids speaking Mandarin and some other languages that you don't traditionally see in schools as well. Right. We have them in Latin classes, in Hindi with Mandarin, we think about the foreign markets. And so if you could understand how to speak the language, then you could understand what's going on in the foreign markets. So we make sure that our students have a leg up and it's what's going to make you different and what's going to make you stand out when you go to the universities. And that's what we think about And in case you're just tuning in all morning long, we're talking to outstanding educators who are doing innovative things in the classroom, educating students in non-traditional ways. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. On the phone with me, we're talking to Michael and Tracy Landry. They are the founders of T.M. Landry College Prep School in Louisiana. Their school has a 100% graduation rate and a 100% college acceptance rate as well. You've seen their videos go viral of their students being accepted into schools like Harvard. Now, let me ask you this. Now, I understand that your school, at your school, there are no set daily classroom schedules, no textbooks, and my sons, they will love this one, no homework. Tell us about why this approach works for you guys and your students. Well, no set schedule because the students, as in college, and this is a college prep, you are able to make your own schedule. What we tell the students is that there may be times when you don't feel like doing English in the morning or you feel you need more practice in Mandarin or Hindi. So the teachers have to be available to them and their needs, what they need at that time. So it's flexible in that. Well, the no homework, our students typically stay until dark 30. (laughs) Where uh, we say, if you leave before the sun goes down, you don't want it. And not us, but the other students will tell them that as well. So you stay long enough that you're able to study and do what you have to do. But the no homework concept is also because you have to become an autonomous learner. 
And giving you homework is not necessarily getting you to understand what you know and don't know. We need for you to seek out the information and to be able to apply that information. And a worksheet is not going to do that for you where, okay, you uh, have the same set of problems on the sheet. Well, you'll learn how to do those problems over and over again. But will you understand the concept and how to apply that concept in a real-world setting? And that's what we look for. Now, another crucial component for the school's success is that at the school, students help each other and encourage their classmates to learn. Explain to us how that looks and how that works. Michael? What we want students to do are work in small groups, and sometimes a teacher will uh, walk out that particular setting, or teachers will just roll, we like to call that. So we want students, we tell the students, we know that you're a master when you can teach it. Mm. So when you can teach another student to master material, that's your true test. And we like to say, I am my brother's keeper. At school, right when you walk in, you see just one big word, and it says family. So everyone, it is incumbent upon you to uplift your family member. And that's why we have 100% graduation rate, 100% acceptance rate into college, is because students know that they must help the next student get into college. Now, Michael, you touched on this earlier. You mentioned challenges, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about growing pains because you started, as we talked about, with just five students. Today, you have over 100 students. But what has been the biggest obstacle for you guys to encounter as you grew the school? I think one of the biggest things is that as the school raises expectations, uh, many people in the local community uh, would view the expectations as too high. And uh, instead of embracing, in, uh, for example, to get an ACT score where we're saying we want to see that every kid beats the national average. We want to see kids have these phenomenal scores, take calculus, or why shouldn't you score as close to perfect in English on any standardized test? Uh, so that started to cause problems with, uh, with families, second with instructors uh, in regards to students have a lot of power at school. And in a traditional school setting, it may be the instructor says, this is what we do, and that's what everyone does. But it's more uh, centered around independent learning, which some parents won't understand because they're saying we need a rubric. Every student's supposed to be moving at the same pace in the same in a class. So that's really hard to explain and get parents to think outside the box. So your wife, she touched on this. Most of your students come from economically disadvantaged communities. And I know there was a time that you guys had to struggle to make payroll. Let's talk about how you guys got through those challenging times at the school. Well, the struggle is still here. The struggle is still real, right? It's still real. Um, we have students that are on the books that uh, four different families owe like 5000 plus. But once we take the students in, they're family. So it's hard to say, okay, now you can't come back because your parents can't pay. But it, it's it's still a struggle when you see that parent coming in and, and there's a new car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. 
Mm. We we have to. It's it's hard, and it's hard uh, not paying teachers what they deserve and what they're worth. Mm-hmm. And we have teachers who come who are computer scientists that are teaching computer science, and they don't necessarily have an education degree. They are they have real world experience, and that's what we like in the classroom. They know how to apply that knowledge and how to teach the students how to apply that knowledge. So for them to take a large cut in pay, it it speaks volumes about their dedication to our children and to our system. Mm. But it's hard. So let me ask you to this now, in your opinion, you know, you guys have been so successful with the students. Um, What has been the key to the success of the school? What do you guys think? Well, the culture, the culture of the school and maintaining the family aspect and making sure that we work on the self-confidence when the student comes in before we work on anything else. Because most of the time when they come in, they're broken. They feel like they can't learn. So we work on the self-confidence before we work on anything. Okay. Mike? The key to school is being flexible and setting high standards. So we're not afraid to make an adjustment in school on a Wednesday. If we think things are not working well, we don't say, well, we're going to wait an entire year before we change this particular situation for our student. So it's the, the overall system. And when I say the system, Tracy and I, we develop that system. So we don't use the state curriculum uh We develop the curriculum, and it's a mastery learning curriculum. Here in our part of the country, um, uh, education level is extremely low, and there are so many bright students, uh, just like probably all over in Ohio, is that, but the system says that we value you, the student. You're not in a... uh, an industrialized system where you just line up and you do what's necessary because that's what we have to do. So at the end of the day, we value the students. Okay. Finally, this morning, you guys, as educators, what does it feel like to see these young people succeed to break the family cycle, to succeed against the odds, to get into those Ivy League schools? What is that like for you guys? Well, for us, it feels uh, it feels like we're making a difference We're doing what we couldn't do as students. Everything we do is based on what we went through when we were in uh, high school. Uh, I'm sure Mike touched on the fact that he, uh, when he graduated from high school, he was reading on a sixth grade level. So that's why reading is so important for us in this school and making sure that our students know how to read and how to comprehend what they're reading. And for me, it's because I was that kid that people threw away and say couldn't learn. I want to make sure that every student knows that they can. So for us to see students who came in with low confidence, uh, low self-confidence and, and felt that they wouldn't even go to college to be able to go to these Ivy League schools and, and top 100 and top 50 schools is a home run for us. What I love is that we know that we're changing generations. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, growing up uh, in a single household, food stamp welfare projects, we want our students to provide fate in the education of, of lifting themselves. And I'm not saying I, we want our students to say we want to give kids hope. We want kids to have 100% fate that if they become well-educated, that they're going to succeed. And I say that because there's a difference between learning and education. Uh, many kids go off to school and they said, hey, uh, I went to ABC school and I was educated. But what we're concerned about is how much did you learn and how can you apply? So at the end of the day, it's to allow kids to uplift themselves and know that everything's possible if they put 100%. So we love it. All right. Well, we're out of time this morning. Thank you, too, for taking time to talk to us. If our listeners would like to find out more about your school, how can they find out more? Then they can go on the uh, website, TM Landry, uh, and that's www.tmlandrycollegeprep.org. They can also uh, find information about what we're doing on the Facebook, TM Landry College Prep. All right. Thank you, too. Thanks for all the wonderful work that you're doing for these young people. Thank you. Thanks for taking time. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And you have a great day. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment.